0: My name is Jay, and I am the co founder and CEO at Imagine Insights. And I'm here with our community engagement exec. Nick Stipidus. Welcome to our podcast, Imagine This, the podcast for all things Gen Z. If you want to know more about Gen Z, then join us for our 20-minute monthly podcast where we'll discuss what matters to Gen Z, how they think, and the incredible impact they're having on society. In this, our 12th episode, where we talk about our brutally honest views about cancel culture. This topic, or rather debate, has been ongoing since the inception of social media. However, it's recently come back to the forefront discussion. After Molly May appeared on Steve Bartlett's Diary of the CEO podcast.
1: As you might be aware, we didn't release um, an episode in December, and it was for good reason. We were revamping the Imagine This podcast. So we hope we didn't disappoint anyone, um, but we're starting 2022 with an amazing guest. So, Lee, would you like to introduce yourself? Firstly, how are you? I'm
2: good. Um, So, yeah, I'm Lee. I'm a creative. Um, I've also been with... Imagine for almost two years now. I so know. yeah, it's
1: honestly, I think it's it's been too long since we last saw each other. We mm. were just uh, talking off off um, off air, and we were saying that I think the last time we we actually saw each other was at the Soho the House then yeah, 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 yeah. Short House here. Yeah, yeah. So Imagine. yeah, no, that no, it's good to hear. Good to hear. um So yeah, no, I'm glad that everything's going well, and uh, I know you're extremely busy, so. <laughs> Uh, thank you for your
0: time. <laughs> I love that. So professional. Thank you for your time. Oh, <laughs> now, Lee, we're, we're, we're glad to have you. I think it's definitely, I love, always loved having you in the community because your opinion is always so honest. Yeah. So when we were revamping, look, she's about to start laughing. Um, we're, When we were thinking about revamping the podcast this year and, and really just taking a new twist, all come up with, um, from Nick's beautiful mind, we thought Lee would be the perfect best, the guest to bring on, not best, perfect guest to bring on. Um, but let's get started. So obviously we're talking about cancel cancel culture cancel culture cancel culture Um, We asked our Gen Z community if they agree with cancel culture, and 85% of our community said that they don't. They do not agree with cancel culture. And it was super interesting for me personally to hear that, but I definitely think it's going to be a great thing for us to discuss. I'll be honest, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts as I put out a post recently on LinkedIn about cancel culture, and it got a lot of engagement. Everybody loves my LinkedIn, obviously. Um, So first question, I'm just going to put it out to to all three of us. Starting off with you, Lee, what do you think about cancel culture?
2: I think that cancel culture is contradictory to everything that we say about the generation. Um, I think it perpetuates this idea that people are finite and their views and opinions and thoughts and feelings about things are finite. Um, and if we are going to cancel people, it should be the last resort, not the first action. So, yeah.
0: What about you, Nicholas? So,
1: I mean, that that sounded so good, what you just said. But I think when when I was actually really thinking about it and having like a conversation with my family as well, so actually um, I think it was my sister said something like, she was saying that it really depends on the situation. So I completely agree with what you said. It should be the last resort, the cancel the yeah. cancelling. But it also really depends on the situation and the comments that are being made because, you know, for example, cancelling someone based off their actions, let's say... Um, Harvey Weinstein or like Oscar Pistorius, like all of these types of people that have been charged with crimes, um, you know that's understandable to obviously you know yeah. cancel someone for you know for actions you know like that. But in terms of you know let's say some comments that people have made out of um, w- without thinking, you know it's hard. It, you, you shouldn't really be you shouldn't be canceling someone. I mean, social media has been obviously effective in enabling people to you know to hold others accountable for comments for actions um, and this has led to you know like a meaningful change in you know in the way people are held accountable and um, especially giving people a voice that don't have a, a voice or didn't have a voice before social media
0: yeah I think the I think the problem is is that there's no grace for people mm-hmm. and I think because the, the problem I'm seeing personally with cancel culture, and I'm going to play devil's advocate in a second. Because I think it's there are other sides to the argument, but I think the the problem is is that oh the lights just went off. It just got real dark in here. The, um, <laughs> the problem is is that we're saying okay, you know what? No one's allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. So you're saying okay, um, you have to be perfect at all times, and it's literally impossible. There is no way any of us can ever achieve perfection at all times. And I think the we have to really just be. Um, be understanding that people are human beings and they're going to make mistakes and they're going to error and they're going to be wrong and I think it's giving people the grace to change and I think the problem with cancer culture is it says if you did this nine years ago it's who you are right now but who I am right now is not who I was at 22 do you know what I mean and I think the we have to allow people to change and move forward and adapt we don't let that happen with cancer culture, and that's a great thing that our community picked out on when we were looking in our chat before we came into this in our community chat sorry a lot of them were just like it doesn't give people the grace to change it doesn't allow people to move forward and, and, and become different i mean
1: honestly a prime example of, of literally what you've just said is is logan Paul. so mm. in like 2017 he was cancelled you know across all social media platforms you know for posting this inappropriate video when he was you know filming in japan I'm not even going to go into kind of what he posted and i mean since then he, he's literally turned it all the way back. he he you know he would was accountable for his actions he made that you know apology apology video and actually it wasn't just that apology video because that doesn't you know that doesn't yeah. have a lot of substance he actually kind of followed through and um, you know with the kind of the promises that he, you know he came up with but also he's now got you know the leading one of the leading podcasts in the world he fought floyd mayweather and um, he's just released a drink with a uh, youtuber and entrepreneur ksi and um, so you know if you can you know be accountable and, and then, you know, change change and, and show that you've adapted and, and learned and, and, and been accountable, then, you know, w- why not, um, why not um, you know, be, be you know, loved by loved by society after something that, you know, you've made a mistake with, uh, you know, 10 years ago or five years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm.
0: Lee, who, what celebrities have you seen that have, like, first one comes to mind for me would be Kevin Hart. What celebrities have you seen that, quote, unquote, got cancelled but have been able to to come back from to come back from them, and how did they do it?
2: My drama got cancelled for colorist comments. Mad, yeah, I forgot about it. Um, and actually, I think that was a really long time ago. That someone I always really wonder who it is that comes, right. like, in those tweets, for, like, like seriously, they, someone needs to sit there and actually think about the person who went and had the time to go mm. back that far, like, the level of vendetta they have against that particular celebrity or person is kind of scary to me. It's kind of scary to me, and to be perfectly honest with you, like, I don't know, I think, it's fair to say that I, I believe that My Jam has done a lot for the black community in the way, just in the, in the prevalence and the way that they are in society in the way that she constantly talks about um just it's always she's always very forthcoming with the culture in itself and she's always like really immersed in it and I think if she did have the same views that she's before she wouldn't have been welcomed in, into it so easily um but yeah I don't know I feel like there are a lot of celebrities that have been given a lot of grace but I do I must say there is there are other things that come into that I definitely feel like when it comes to the level of grace that certain people receive, i.e. pretty privilege, yeah. it's like a massive one. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, I won't go into too much detail into, but I think that does play massively into when people get cancelled and whether or not they get the grace. Yeah. Again. So if
0: you're attractive, it's harder for you to get cancelled.
2: Yeah. Kind
1: of thing. Do you think, what do you think of all of these kind of, the witch hunts? So like, I feel like when people, you know, they... They see, let's say, a comment or something, and then they kind of like latch onto it, and it just snowballs. And people, you know, they lose the nuance of what is said, or like they don't see the actual context, or or like uh, Molly May, exactly yeah. like yeah. Molly May, and then just it, it snowballs into kind of this this big, you know, social media thing. Then it's just, you know, it's it just turns into you know complete bullying.
0: The the thing is, yeah, and this is the interesting thing with the Molly May situation was when you listen to the entire clip. She wasn't actually saying, we all have the, she was admitting, she goes, yeah, obviously I come from a certain position in my life, so I'm, it's easy for me to say this. So that's basically what she said on the lead up to that comment. But we that comment was then pretty much screen grabbed and, and just isolated completely and taken out and taken completely out of context. And I think the conversation must interpret conversations. You need to hear the entire conversation to be able to mm-hmm. actually understand the, what somebody was trying to say. And I think the, the biggest problem is, is that, we as a society, the reason why cancel culture exists a lot of the time is because it's a great way for people to make themselves feel good. Yeah. Because it, if I cancel you, then I can't be cancelled. Because if I'm doing the canceling, you can't cancel me. Yeah. And I think it's the there's a really almost sadistic and sad side of it. It's kind of like we're all just trying to point the finger so no one points a finger at us. Um, and I, there's always like a t- stupid childish quote. But if I'm pointing one finger at you, I'm pointing three <laughs> back at myself. And it's so like it's so interesting to think that for us as a society it's more important for us to deflect away from our own issues than actually to admit okay actually you know what i've got some flaws and this person made mistakes as well because one thing i learned in therapy is if i admit to my mistakes to myself or to others around me it's easier for me to have grace for other people because mm-hmm. if i get a, a waiter at a restaurant and they're mean to me i'm like hey you know what they might be having a terrible day something could happen in their life i don't know what's going on in their life so i could just be loving to them and be kind to them but in council culture it's like um, criticism on steroids because then everybody jumps in on it and yeah. it's like okay cool I'll, I'm actually right and trying to cuss this person out and everybody else would get involved in well, the I back think of that
1: people as well on social media the problem is they they don't associate that person with being a real human being yeah. so I think people forget that let's say Molly May 22 year old yes she's uh, you know uh, got it's a senior good. role in in uh, pretty little thing and other other you know different organizations but She's really just she's a twenty-two year old. She's still, a baby. She's a yeah. baby, still learning the ropes of everything. You know, she's been kind of thrust into the into the limelight, um, and you know, fair play to her, she's doing you know really well with her mm-hmm. business ventures and and all of that. But she's still a twenty-two year old, and I think with a lot of influencers, I think that as soon as someone is given that platform, everyone assumes that they should be speaking on every topic and have yeah. an opinion on everything. <laughs> crazy, and I, yeah.
2: The
1: the problem is, you don't want people speaking on on topics if they're not well versed <laughs> yeah. like i'll be honest with you i don't know anything about the metaverse i'm not going to then go in and preach it to everyone and mm-hmm. tell everyone that i know about it or give my opinion on it because i don't i know within myself i don't know anything about it so why should anyone you know listen to me in that sense but you know something else you know gen z um you know <laughs> ask me as many questions as you like <laughs> i love that yeah
2: i think with the whole thing with money i start to think about the fact that first of all i don't have a platform where necessarily whereby. I'm being looked at all the time. I'm sure when I was 22, I said some sideways stuff. Just like, Do you know what I mean? And I'm only 25 now, but it's just kind of like, when you look at the, there was phrases like, she was being called Thatcherite. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. Like, do you really understand what Margaret Thatcher actually did? Like, I don't think you quite understand. Like, and I think words like that are so inflammatory and, and, and like, I ha- like, I don't know why people feel the need to go on these, like, witch hunts and kind of completely dissect the whole person. And, like, even to the point where people were talking about, like, the wages of the workers. Mm. And I was like, what does Molly Mae have to do with the wages of the workers? Like, I get it. She can have a stance on it. She can talk about it. But is she the person who sits in the boardroom, who fundamentally mm. decides what these people get paid? Absolutely not. So why we're putting that responsibility... I why we put that responsibility on her, I don't know. I think as well, just when it comes to Molly Mae, there's been generally just a witch hunt for her, bless her. She's, you know, she's a young girl, she's doing really well for herself. And I think people are just I do think the the witch hunt is haterade. I can't lie. Yeah. Like, I think it is a lot of hate, um, unnecessary hate, and I think it's because people can't fathom the idea that. As this girl who's been able to benefit from her privilege and been able to be put in this position and making a crap load of money.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, And yeah.
0: I think, I think the interesting thing is, and i was speaking to my friend Emma about this the other day is where specifically with women, we love to turn them into heroines so Mm -hmm. that we can tear them down. Mm -hmm. Like the entire concept of, Oh, we can build you up, but we will tear you down. And a great example of this is the Theranos founder. So she, what she did. So Theranos was the uh, blood company where you could one brick of blood, technically, she said, could give you 200 different uh, data points and you could do two, two different analysis on it. Turns out it was all a scam. You could only do 16 and she'd like, stole hundreds of millions of pounds from them, dollars from investors. Um, and it was bad. What she did was bad and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. But in the context of startups, there are males, in, specifically white males in the startup world, that have done... As bad, if not worse, who were never called out upon it, and we built her up in full. We built her up on every magazine possible. Yeah. She was like a, um, she was an ambassador for entrepreneurship to other countries. So she was like built up by like crazy, so that we could tear her down. And yeah. I think that's a media thing where there's definitely like a there's a space in the media where they know okay, it just makes a great story. Let's build them up so we can tear them down because it's a good story. Yeah. But also there's a part of us in society, and I just want to go back to that again, where we need sometimes there's like within us we need to worship people so that later on we can tear them down Mm -hmm. and it's it's quite scary because and it actually makes me nervous i remember i went through and i like you were saying a second ago i had to go through and just delete so many tweets that i tweeted when i was like 17 18 years old because i was like "Yo, this stuff is wild like who's, why would i say this but now i don't have those i don't think like that anymore that was what i thought like at 17 years old so now i delete them because i'm like I, I think that's wrong I, some of them were actually if i'm being honest quite homophobic and i was yeah. like what are these let me go back and delete. i do not think like that um and i think the interesting thing is that we don't Allow people to move and change and grow, mm-hmm. and we hold them in it's, to to a certain place of time, and, it, and it's and it's quite scary. But it's mm-hmm. also important for people to make
1: mistakes. I think that's like that's important to say because I mean, someone from our community literally said, "Seeing other people people's mistakes helps us learn to make sure it's not repeated either." Wow. And I think you know, like everyone says to you when you grow up that you need to, as long as you're learning from your mistakes, then this can only be only be a positive thing. You can only mm-hmm. see it in a in, in a positive way. I've actually got. A question, just because I'm, I'm really curious. So I was actually having a, a chat with Steve, our partnerships manager earlier. And we were saying, do we think that we need to moderate or brands need to moderate more their influences? Because, you know, their influencers are essentially the face, face of the brand. And, you know, do we need to moderate? Do we need to potentially have disclaimers on, you know, telling people that actually, you know, this, this influencer, yes, they're promoting um, a moisturiser but they have no idea what, you know, what is within this moisturizer or, you know, what actually it does?
2: Mm. I think, honestly, I don't think that brand should moderate their influences. They put the influences for a reason. And I think that would then further the idea that mistakes shouldn't happen. I think that would contradict the whole purpose of people being human, people <clears> selling or buying to the ideas of influencers because they, they have an expectation of them to be real and raw and human and like be forthcoming about their opinions. And how an influencer chooses to do that, it differs. But I think if a brand was to turn around and say, okay, you can't say, do, or act like this particular way, then... It's too th- performative. Yeah, the whole thing becomes completely performative and it doesn't really... It doesn't... You don't... The, the realness and the rawness that you want to get from the influencer is basically you just they just become a worker of the brand yeah and you can they don't need to be an influencer to do that yeah they can be anyone so yeah I don't no yeah it make sense and
0: I think you a lot of time brands bring in influencers as an outside entity because they they have their own voice yeah and their community is bought into their voice mm-hmm. and I think the certain people that I follow and I engage with that I'm like I just love the way they, they interact with the world so i'm going to follow them and then what they say i'm like oh that's your that's your opinion so i don't necessarily think it's the opinion of the brand i just think that's your opinion about that brand yeah so i'm like cool i believe in that and i think the we have a lot of transparency where now they have to put ad and i've started to see um where they're saying we should call influencers to post when they've altered the image of their mm-hmm. of their photos and i think stuff like that is great because from a young girls perspective that like, i'm god willing one day i'm gonna have daughters and i wouldn't want them to look up image and be like oh that so i example. i had this conversation with my son actually so my son's 14 years old and and i went and we were on his instagram one time and i saw the girls that are on there and i just said hey son let me just show you some of the apps that people can use to edit i wasn't saying that these girls are doing that but i'm like these are apps i can use Look, here's a photo of me i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and he was like wow like i didn't know you mm-hmm. could do that and he's 14 so i'm like there's an education piece going. Hey, people do do these things, but I definitely agree with you. I don't think it should become performative, where we're controlling how that influencer interacts as as a brand. But it's such a good question,
2: man.
0: Yeah. But I think the the biggest challenge I think for 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 most people is the and it's playing devil's advocate. The biggest challenges is when people say our land is shit. What do we do? Do you know what I mean? Because people are going to come out and say wild stuff in the moment. It's not like they did it in the past. They mm-hmm. did some wild things right now, and the challenge is, how do we hold them to account without canceling them? It's
2: a fine line, isn't it? It is a really it's fine a line really to be on. I think, for I think my answer to that would be, the con- the they need to they need to receive the backlash. I think the backlash that they receive. Should be the backlash they receive the thing is with that with the for example the molly may situation i think that people needed to back have the backlash referring people needed to comment people need to go bit, get an, get angry and get annoyed and get frustrated because we are human and we're entitled to our opinions and i think it's totally normal for us to have thoughts like that but and then those comments and that interaction between her and those comments that, and the work that was done from that needed to happen but then, that's why I'm saying the council culture needs to be right at the end. If she doesn't do the work in order to change that, then she gets cancelled. So I think the way to, like, the way to kind of, like, combat some of these, out, like, not necessarily outlandish things that people are saying because they're, people are going to say what they're going to say because, you know, you know, right? <laughs> we learned this from Kanye West. But, you know, like... <laughs> 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 you know, I think we've just got to be more mindful about how we converse with people. I think you can say that you don't agree with somebody in a way where they're going to receive it. I think when we talk to people, we need to make sure that we're talking to them in a way where they receive the things that we're trying to say Mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. And we need to to communicate in a way whereby, you know, we're human beings. If you're going to turn around to me and tell me I've done something wrong, I'm instantly going to get defensive. And that's why we need to start finding new and more, like, Constructive. constructive and thoughtful ways to talk to people who have done things wrong. That's why, for example, with the baby situation, I'm gay. So, like, that whole situation yeah. where he said that stuff on stage, I was like, wow, that's kind of mad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. But
0: Switches off the baby. I was, like,
2: <laughs> I was like, no, I can't lie. But, you know, he does... He does Really do say and do some really inflammatory stuff, and since then he's continued to do it. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm not gonna listen to his music yeah. anymore. You know, that's a personal choice that I'm going to make. But I didn't go out there and start yeah, writing yeah. comments and saying this and saying that. I'm like, okay, cool. He's gonna have people around him that I'm sure are going to have those conversations with him. And if we, if you just attack him, he's gonna get defensive mm. and it's gonna be like, well, this is my opinion, it's not. And he might not even believe what he's saying, yeah. But ignorance is bliss, you know, yeah, trust me. So yeah
1: i love what you said earlier though before we were recording about that you just started following or not following but like in not interacting yeah engaging engaging with with more people on like on socials that you don't
0: really agree with yeah i really should start doing that yeah why did you do that why did you do that
2: so it's funny because basically when clubhouse came out it was about the same time that i found out about parlor and at the time people (laughs) were using parlor as like a, a thing to talk about donald trump and stuff mm. and like and then like anti-biden and da, da 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 and i was just curious about it and i realized that actually one of the ways to be able to understand why people are uh, have a differing opinion from you or are ignorant about certain things is to really understand the community that they're, they're mm. around and the influences that they're around and i think sometimes it's really easy to be like this is a bad opinion and this is wrong and that is it But it's kind of like, I'm not trying to say that I understand necessarily where people are coming from, because I have my opinions about things and I can agree to disagree with people about things. But I think it's important for us and our growth to be able to just say, "Okay, this is a different opinion from mine. I won't say that I necessarily understand where you're coming from. But what I will say is that I have a better understanding of the community that is around you and why you think like that. So that's why I started not to necessarily engage with people, but to just start challenging my thoughts by taking, rather than just turning off people like Kate Hopkins. Oh my gosh, she does my head in sometimes. But like, rather than just turning her off, I sit there and actually listen to what she has to say. I sit there and listen to Piers Morgan, because I'm like, I don't necessarily agree with the things you have to say, but I want to understand why you're saying these things. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think the, one of the things I always encourage my family to do is, it's to say for example if someone around me does something that i think is a bit wild if i don't have a relationship with them i find the person that has a relationship with them and i and i speak to them and say hey could you just engage with them on this because the 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 problem is is that a lot of time because we are so close to celebrities in our in our world we think it gives us the right to just comment on anything Mm -hmm. that, that happens in people's lives and i think the the person that can have the most impact on somebody that's made a mistake is one of the closest people to them. So whoever's in there in the circle. And I think the the big problem is, is that it kind of becomes a screaming match. And I love the idea of you saying, hey, you know what? Actually, I want to engage with people that don't think the way I think. And I want to and just see, see, what, see how they view the world. And a lot of times, it's actually interesting to see how these people view the world. Because you go, actually, you know what? There's actually parts of this where it's not that I disagree with you, but actually... Um, we, we we don't see completely eye to eye, but mm. you actually might be right sort of in some aspects. And I've actually seen that a couple of times when I've said, I can't stand this person. And then I actually hear their views on a certain topic. I'm like, well, actually, you know what? That, that's not too dissimilar from mine. Yeah. And I think it's easy to just, me personally, to, to, to cancel people and, and, and say they don't agree. And obviously, as you guys, as Gen Z yourselves, I love hearing that the way you view human beings is in a way that you allow them to grow it's not a complete cancel thing. And I love that our community was exactly the same. When we asked them about this, they were like, Hey, we want to give people the opportunity to grow. But as we're finishing up, um, are there any final things that you guys want to say around cancel culture?
2: Mm. Mm Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. If the person continues to do it, then cancel them. I'm not saying canceling should be completely eradicated because I think there are some people that definitely deserve what they get, you know? Mm. Um, but I think when it comes to comments, when it comes to things that are changeable or things that can be worked on, or it comes from a place of ignorance and not a place of malice, then, you know, you've got to give people grace, man. People, you've got to lead with love, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my last bit. Nicholas?
1: I think, yeah, that's just the final point is just hold people accountable, but in, in a constructive way and, and just hope that they're self-aware enough to you know, to, to move forward and, and actually take everything on board. And I think actually that's another reason why representation is so key, because a bit like what you were saying about, you know, having a close circle and maybe not um, interacting with different people, with different ideas, you know, um, that that's why it's really important to, to try and be as open as possible and hear everyone's, everyone's views and, and try and, and see, you know,
0: why someone is thinking the way they are. Yeah, I agree. And my final point is basically what Lee said earlier about the idea cancelling should come last. I love that. I think that's such a great concept of going, let's flip it on its head let's try and engage with them in a conversation try and help them to understand what what they're but in a, in a constructive kind way and yeah. um, tr- and then if if after trying to work with them they're not on it then we put them in prison mm-hmm. it's exactly the same thing you would do there's an entire process before someone ends up in pen before yeah. some, sorry someone ends up in prison um, i said pen my yeah. bad guys mm-hmm. um someone ends up in prison there's an entire process before they get there and i think it's rehabilitation we're trying to bring them back into society we're trying mm-hmm. to get them to understand what they did was wrong but then if they still don't listen they keep reoffending. you're going prison. Yeah. yeah and i think that's the i love the way you put that and i think that's that's something that's great um so yeah we'll, we'll we'll finish up there that's it thank you to lee for joining nick and i the conversation was really interesting and i definitely think we could have spoken for even longer However, as promised, we tried to stay under 20 minutes. We went slightly over, but thank you for listening to our 12th episode of Imagine This. Our mission at Imagine Insights is to help Gen Z to shape their future. And we know the best way for them to do that is with brands because brands are shaping countries and culture like governments only wish they could do. So we enable brands to crowdsource qualitative or quantitative insight from our community. We we have over 17,000 Gen Z from all around the world in 111 countries. If you would like to talk to us or or our community, or any of our team, please feel free to reach out. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you again next time.